I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Stevenson. We're welcoming the captain of the US polo team. His name's Nick Roldan. I'm very, very excited to have him on because not only is he one of the top polo players in the world, he's won on all five continents at every gold level, but he's a really, really nice guy. He does a lot of work for charity. He's an ambassador of the Brook USA, and he's over in the UK launching a charity event called his inaugural Sunset Polo Party. It's a chance for you to get involved and watch some of the top players in the world competing and he shares some of his stories of his early days like when he won the US Open Polo title at only 15 years old an incredible man I'll let him speak for himself it's Nick Roldan this is the Horse Hour podcast how are you Nick very well how are you doing i'm good thank you there's so much i could introduce you with because you've had just an <laughs> unbelievable career so far and uh, and you're only 34 which is still quite young yeah well i mean sometimes i don't feel like it but um <laughs> yeah you know it's um <laughs> uh, it's been a good career um you know i started really young obviously so well it's um, true weren't you, weren't you um the polo player of the year at only 15 years old yeah, that was uh, that was my first year as a professional, and um, I had an amazing opportunity and got very lucky to be able to play on 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 a on a 26 goal team that competed in the U.S. Open, which is uh, like is our is our most important and most prestigious tournament in the United States. And uh, I guess you know that it was the right time. I was there at the right time and um, got lucky and got to play, and we ended up winning. So mm-hmm. um, that was sort of the kickstart of my career, and um, and that's when I decided that polo was going to be my profession full time and. Um, sort of continued through uh, grade school and uh, high school and then um, and then had a private tutor and sort of finished school and that was it dedicated myself to polo so oh really um, so you didn't you you didn't stay at school I didn't I didn't know I did private tutoring the last uh, three years of high school and then I didn't go to college so you know my parents were very supportive of what I did and and um, and they knew uh, that I had a talent and and supported me and helped me and 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 gave me the guidance to um to continue and pursue my dreams. So, do you think, um, Nick? Do you think you know, it's in your blood because you, your family are, are huge in the polo industry as well, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, my my father's played. Um, you know, my father's been a professional for the past thirty five years. Uh, he retired. He retired actually about ten years ago, fifteen years ago. But you know, and his father. So I'm I'm actually a fourth generation polo player. So. You know, polo is in the blood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the same time, I was never really pushed um, or forced to play polo. You know, it was uh, it was all willing and 
Um, you know, obviously we spent all of our time riding and at the barn. So, you know, it was sort of second nature to myself and to my family. And to be honest, I never, I was never really that passionate about polo just because in America we have so many other sports mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, and I pursued a lot of golf and ice hockey and, but obviously I had the, having the opportunities that I had for polo. It sort of pushed me in that direction. And you never looked back. Yeah. It's funny though, isn't it? As 15-year-olds, a lot of 15-year-olds go completely rebellious and they go against their parents. (laughs) So they wouldn't want to be playing polo. Yeah. I mean, that's very true. Yeah. I mean, look, and, you know, especially, uh, well, I guess that's all happens all over the world. But, um, yeah, like I said, you know, my parents never, I think, you know, they were smart in, in the way that they never actually push me or force me to play the you know polo um i think that that can sometimes backfire you know i think my you know my parents were very supportive of whatever decision i made and you know they they told me that you know whatever dream that is that you have or whatever passion you know dedicate yourself and put 110 percent effort into it and uh, that's what i did so um and they must be so proud of you you're playing with the top in the world. You are the, the face of American polo, and you're playing with like the royal family. We can't get close to them, let alone being, you know, playing with Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I'm very lucky, and uh, you know, mm. I, I put a lot of hard work and effort to get to where I am. And it's been, you know, that's, that's sort of the beauty of polo, though. You know, it gives you some of the most amazing opportunities to travel the world, play with some of the most amazing people. You know, if you're lucky, you get to meet, you know, some people like the, you know, the royal family, like Will and Harry. And so, you know, I've been very lucky and, and thankful at the same time. So it's been fun. It's a great career and, uh, and the polo is a great sport. And, uh, you know, you get to travel to some of the most beautiful places. And uh, I'm just having fun. You know, I'm having fun and, and trying to uh, enjoy my life and trying to promote the sport and, yeah. and trying to balance everything at the same time. So it's been, it's been a good ride. I think that's the key. You, you touched on a really important yeah. point there is that it is hard work. And, you know, we, we yeah. as, as amateurs, somebody, you know, I'm always looking for new disciplines to, to play, play with my horse and have fun with my horse. And, and we see mm-hmm. the top-level riders, and it's very easy to forget how hard they've worked and the years that have gone into training those horses and training your own craft. Polo, I think, is one of the hardest equitation sports to play. You know, they're all very different, but um, I think polo is different in that um, you're not only having, you know, there's not only the equitation part, but there's also the hitting the ball and having amazing hand-eye and speed and and um, anticipation. And, uh, you know, polo is like a chess match, so uh, both on and off the field. You know, there's a strategy preparing your horses for each game and each practice, and there's a strategy on the field when you're playing each game. So um, when you're competing at a top level, you know, your margin for error is minimal. And um, you've got to be very precise. And, you know, one bad decision can cost you a goal, a game, uh, your life, anything. So you've got to be incredibly passionate, first and foremost, for the horses. You know, I love the horses and I grew up around horses and I have an understanding for them. And um, and you've got to you've got to be dedicated to the sport. I mean, it's a fast sport. It's intense. It's uh, it's it's brutal. It's a brutal it's, and, and brutal in a good way, you know, and a brutal in its. You know, you've got to be at your top level in, in, in both physically and mentally. So mm. We've been touching on polo quite a bit on the Horse Hour podcast over the last few months because we want to learn more about it and, and really get into it, into the depths of how it works and the rules and the game and things like that. Um, what, what is your training? How, how are you different to other polo players? Um, I don't know, you know. I think in any sport, every player is, is different, um, but... You know, for the most part, I 
I try to stay as fit as I can. Um, I love training and I find enjoyment in, in training. And mm-hmm. so it's something that I do every day. Um, you know, but at my level, everyone works really hard and everyone, um, polo is actually the modern day polo. Um, and I'm talking, you know, the past 10 years, it's changed incredibly. Every team has a physical therapist, every trainer, I mean, every team has a, a trainer, you know, all the, you know, that polo has become so competitive and there's, um, uh, so much money being invested into the sport that, you know, Every you're, you you don't, you can't you can't not be fit. You know you have to be as fit as you can, and and the horses have become better and better every year. So the competition gets tougher and tougher, and the players get better, and the talent is uh, becomes more extreme. So you know for me, I just it's a lot of hard work and discipline. But at the same time, I also like try to balance it out and have, try to you know I don't I mean I, I try to take myself too serious and have a little bit of fun and enjoy <laughs> myself and enjoy life and enjoy my family and. You know, enjoy the things that that Polo's giving me in my life, and and uh, you know, I just try to focus on 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 the on the best things for me and doing the best that I can. And you know, I've got a I've been playing with a couple of great teams, both in uh, in the United States and in England. It's so lovely. I, you you I've, you know, I can be looking at a lot of photos, and you look so happy in every single photo. You look like you you can't fake a smile, a beaming smile like that. You can <laughs> see that you're so passionate about it. Yeah, well, I mean, look, that's sort of the way I, t- I take life, you know. I take life as, uh, you know, I try to be as happy as possible and just and be uh, thankful and fortunate for what I have. Mm. Um, and I think we all should, and, you know, you got to have fun with it. Like I said, you know, I try not to take myself too serious <laughs> um, and try to enjoy life as much as I can. So, so, so tell, me um, about, but, tell me a little bit about your horses, Nick. Um, how many horses do you have? Uh, I have about, let's see, I've got 11 here in, in England, mm-hmm. and I've got about another 15 back in the United States. So I'm accumulating quite a big uh, organization. Yeah. Um, while, so, while some would say that's not that big, considering a lot of the Argentines have hundreds to even a thousand horses. So, wow. But for me, it's big, and, and it's, uh, you know, it's, I've built up a really good string, um, both here and in the United States. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to work on going to start playing in Argentina again. Um, I sort of took three years off not playing and had a great job in the United States, but uh, I want to go back to Argentina and start playing some of that good polo. It's, you know, some of the best polo in the world. Mm. So, but, you know, polo is a sport where you're always building your, your horses. And, you know, while, while sometimes you always think you've got enough, there really is never enough horses. Um, especially at the top level. That's really interesting because I wouldn't assume that you'd need lots of horses for polo. I, I guess I, I presumed that each rider in a team would have their own horse. They might have two or three. Yeah, I mean, I have all the, the ones that I play here in England are, are mine. Um, my team actually gives me one or two horses, maybe mm. three. But for the most part, they're all mine. And, um, I mean, you, you, a polo player at a top level, you need about 10 horses per game, 10 to 12 horses. Wow. Um, so it requires, yeah, it re- requires a lot of horse horse depth and a lot of horsepower. Do you can you swap the horses during the middle of a game? Yeah, you can you can swap them. Yeah, I mean, I I sometimes swap them twice a chucker twice. Uh, so I, there's six periods in a game, and mm-hmm. um, you know, so you have your six main horses, and then you have the spares that sit on the sidelines, which you change at any one point in time. Wow. So it's like a Formula One pit stop or a, uh, or a NASCAR pit stop. You know, if you're going to change tires or, cha- or or fill up gas or something, it's the same thing with polo. 
Okay, so let's look at, if you're looking at the strategy, because this is really technical then, so you've got a strategy. So say you need a really yep. fast-paced horse like that just goes, I guess, depending on how the scoring is, then you'd go on the faster yep. one. But if you need a more technical horse, if you're competing against yeah technical, is that right? Like, like I said, it, polos, it, it's a chess match. It really is. You know, you try to put some of your best horses in the beginning of the game, you know, if you've got horses that are faster that don't have that much handle, you usually put them in the beginning of the game where the field is much better because um, the field will get chewed up as the game progresses, you know, and you usually leave your, your sort of two best for the end. And the ones that you played in the beginning that are really good, um, maybe if you played them only three minutes in the beginning, you can bring them back in the end. I mean, it's a, it, it's a, it's a total, every chucker is dissected and it's a, it's a, it's a total strategy, both, like I said, both on the field and off the field. Yeah. Um, and your players all we all we all make horse lists that that relate to each other, um, and and bounce so we bounce off each other. If one has an easier horse with a faster horse, or vice versa. So it's a lot of strategy involved. It's not just showing up on a Sunday afternoon and playing a match, <laughs> um, you know, and, and and drinking champagne after the match. You yeah, know, it's, I think it's a, it's a little bit of a misconception that this, this sport is actually intense it's it's a it's a mental game and a physical game and it's a lot of work that goes into it i never understood it and now i understand it and i think that's the difference is is sometimes as as equestrians we're afraid of things that we don't understand and and knowing how technical it is and knowing how how much you guys care for your horses you love them you train you're with them 24 7 um you must have a huge team behind you yeah i mean i have an amazing team um i have a i have you know i have i have my I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Main horse trainer and his wife, who travel with me all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're basically in Palm Beach, and then they travel with me overseas to England and to Spain. And then, uh, and then we have, a, and then we have a bunch of other guys as well. That so, my my team consists of about three or four guys that travel with me all over the world. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, I mean, we've got, you know, we've got shoers, vets, we have coaches, uh, horse trainers. I mean, it's 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 a whole it's a whole operation. It's it's like a Formula One team, um, you know. And uh, we all work. We have a tight knit organization, and um, mm. you know, we all work together, and and we all travel together. 
and we spend all of our days together. It's it's I think a successful team is all about camaraderie and um and having fun and growing growing like a tight knit group together. Yeah. Um and that 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 in itself will give you guys it will give you a successful team. Yeah. And uh yeah. And that's what we've done here in England. So Well, not only are you over here for, for your competing, but you're launching a huge event uh, in a couple of weeks, aren't you? Twentieth twentieth yeah. of June it's yeah. on. What's the it called? Twentieth of June, yeah, we're launching our first inaugural sunset polo event, uh, to benefit the Brook charity and uh Chestnut Tree House, which are Brook is a global charity one of the largest equine welfare organizations in the mm-hmm. world. And uh Chestnut Tree House is a local charity um, that is based here in in the in the mid in the West Sussex area. So and the Chestnut Charity, they they help children with cancer, don't they? Well, not necessarily with cancer, but with life threatening conditions. Right. So it's a children's hospice. Yeah. So and um. And this is a lot of what you really... do. A lot of your your yeah. I mean, how you have time to do this, I don't know. But you do so much for charity. <laughs> I heard that twice a week yeah. you go and visit visit children in hospitals. Um, yeah, I mean, in Florida, I, I do a lot of work with the, with the Kids Cancer Foundation, mm. and um, I mean, I don't know if twice a week because a lot of times I'm busy, but I try to stop by at least maybe once a month to go and, and see a lot of the kids, and I've become, you know, quite close with a lot of them and their families, and um, yeah, and uh, we got to go. I went to we went to Chestnut Tree House the other day, and got to meet the family and the people that work there, and um, and got to see some of the kids, and you know, it was tough. It was tough, but. Um, you know, I, the Chestnut Tree House is a is a charity that um, that Lord and Lady Cowdery work very close with. And as the event is at, at Cowdery House, you know, I thought it would only be fitting that we brought in a local charity. Mm. And uh, you know, this is our first event here on on new ground, and you know, it's been uh, it's been a lot of work. And but I've got a great team behind me. You know, I have a girl named Natasha who's done an incredible job, and everyone's everyone in the town's been and the village, everyone's been really supportive. And uh, we've got a lot of great brands and corporate sponsors. And, um, you know, we've got the Lickfold Inn, which is a three Michelin star restaurant based locally here that's going to uh, donate all the food. Oh, wow. So um, it's going to be a great event. Yeah, it's going to be a great event. And, you know, we're going to try to create as much awareness for Brooke and, and for Chestnut Tree House and try to raise uh, as much money as we can and, and have a good time. Well, it's great causes. Some of the guests that you have are phenomenal. You have Nick Skelton. He's going to have a go at polo, isn't he? Yeah, we've got uh we've got a couple of some equestrian celebrities that are that are going to come. Yeah, um, which will be exciting. And, Monty um, Roberts. We're going to have a match, and then Monty. Yeah, Monty Roberts is going to do a, a demonstration. You know, he's um, you know, he's also a huge supporter of of the event, and he's also a Brook ambassador. So uh, it's great to have him on board, and they've been really supportive. And you know, everyone, you know, everyone's been uh, it's been great. They've been helping out a lot. It's our first event, and uh, we hope it's going to be successful, and we hope to create something that will happen every year. And my, my whole idea was to try to bring all the equestrian disciplines together on, under one event and uh, have some fun and, and, and try to you know, raise some money for a couple of great causes. It's a brilliant idea. You also have William Fox Pitt. He's having a go at polo as well. Aren't you, you two going to swap horses? Yeah, we're gonna do a we're gonna we're doing a job swap on uh, <laughs> on Tuesday morning, which is gonna be pretty exciting. So, um, you know, uh, well, my girlfriend's a jumper, so I've jumped a little bit before, but I've never done eventing. So, <laughs> what? I'm excited to do that, and I think William's pretty excited to get on the polo horse and try to swing that ball, swing the stick around and hit some balls. <laughs> would you uh, Would you like to have a go at eventing though? Is this Is there another sport that you think? Oh, I reckon I could be quite good at that. <laughs> You know what I'd love to do is jumping. You know, my girlfriend's a really talented rider and a jumper, and um, you know, and I, 
and I'm a huge supporter of her and what she does. And I've, you know, I've been to, I go to as many of her horses as possible. So, um, you know, I've grown fond of the sport and mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of fun and she's got to let me ride some of her horses. So it's been pretty, uh, you know, I love that sport and I'd love to jump some more obviously, but at the same time, I get a little bit scared of, of getting injured. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yet you, you do. Know, I, I don't like I'd say that I one's know. more risky. <laughs> I know it's crazy, right? I know. I mean, look in polo, you definitely can't have any fear. Um, yeah. So I think that's one of the one of the positives that I have is that uh, I don't know. I'm pretty fearless. And Nick, going back to your girlfriend, your girlfriend is Jessica Springsteen, and we, I watched her yeah. at the Royal Windsor Horse Show, and she is mm-hmm. just on point. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Her her focus, yeah. her target. But is there a little bit of competitiveness between you? Because if I taught my other half how to jump or how to ride, I think I'd be shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, for me, competitiveness is in my blood in anything that I do. Um, I try, and you know, anything I do, I try to do it 110 percent mm. on and off the field. That's just my character. Uh, <laughs> so, and sometimes it, it can rub off on Jeff a little bit, um, you know, for better or worse. Um, you know, I think sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes I can be a little bit too nagging and too pushy <laughs> uh, and too competitive yeah. because I want her to. I, I want her to be, you know, just as successful. And, you know, I think she has some incredible talent and, um, and she's got some great horses and, you know, I think she's, um, yeah, she can easily be in the top 10, top 20 in the world, uh, you know, if she wants. And I think she's, uh, she's headed in that, that direction. She has that same sort of drive and dedication that I have. And she's so incredibly passionate about what she does, which is one of, you know, is what I love. And so, yeah. Um, but you know, we, we, we get a little competitive. She, and she also, she's a huge um, fan of, of polo and, and what I do. And so it's been fun. It's well, great. that's what's so lovely. That's what's so lovely is you're both in the equestrian industry. I talk to a lot of couples who are both in the industry and the, the ones that do the same discipline, um, it's okay. They really love each other's company, but I think it's nice that you do different disciplines and you both bring so much to the industry on your, on your separate levels. Um, you are the face of, of polo and, and what's great is with working with youngsters and helping the charities and trying to educate about polo is you're inspiring people you're inspiring people to have a go come and watch you know watch a game and um and your sunset polo you know we can all come along and watch you ride which means that you yeah. are approachable too well that's i mean that's what i want i mean you know first and foremost is i want to i want to be as approachable as i can to to, to just to, to the world in general or to the public to the polo community or to the equestrian community and i just want i want to promote the sport and i want to promote the sport in a way that you know people can see it as a fun and enjoyable and family oriented uh, event um i want it to be a, an event where everyone can come you know there's there's different levels to the event there's obviously a dinner um later in the night where you'd have to purchase a table but um at the same time i wanted i want i didn't want to leave out anyone that you know i wanted everyone to be part of this event Oh, Nick, it's lovely. Yeah. um, You know, some church events can be, you know, some are a little bit more fancy, but this one is, uh, you know, is is a very, uh, I wanted, you know, I wanted to, to create something that would be great in this, in this area. And uh, I think we're, we're heading in that direction. So, 
Well, you've been really kind and you're giving us four tickets to our Horse Hour listeners to win in a competition so that we can actually um, let you have a chance to go and, and be at the event and watch you ride and watch Nick and watch William and just soak up the atmosphere. And, and that's really kind of you. So thank you very much. Horse Hour is going to donate to your charity as well, Nick, because we think it's great and we really want to support you. Oh, thank you guys so much. That was great. That's amazing. You're very welcome. So how can we buy tickets? Um, well, you can buy tickets on, on my website at uh, www.nickroldan.com. And if you go to the events page, you know, you can buy tickets there. And uh, there's, you know, we're, we're selling uh, general admission tickets. And we have an afternoon tea ticket, which will be on, on one side of the field where they'll, show, they'll serve afternoon tea and scones and the whole, uh, they'll give you the whole English experience. <laughs> and then we're also selling tables for the dinner that night. So, you know, there's, there's different levels and, and we're going to have a silent auction and a, and a live auction as well. We've got a lot of great uh, silent auction items. So, you know, we're hoping for some sunny and beautiful weather and uh, we're going to have a great time. It will be amazing. It's on Tuesday, June the 20th. Yeah. Starts at 5 o'clock on to 11 o'clock at Cowdray House, Midhurst in West Sussex. So we'll take a look at your website. Nick, thank you so, so much for your time. It's been a real pleasure to meet you. And, no. well, we'll see you. We'll see you at your inaugural Sunset Polo Party. Sounds great, guys. Thank you so much. All the best. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like to win four tickets to Nick's inaugural Sunset Polo Party, then just head over to our Twitter page, at Horse Hour. You can catch up with previous episodes of the Horse Hour podcast on our website. Just head to horsehour.co.uk and you can also see pictures, videos and interviews from all the events that we've been to over the last few months, including Badminton, Royal Windsor Horse Show, uh, the Dressage at Wellington, the Premier League. We caught up with Nicola Buchanan there. She did really well. Saturday, I was at Hurlingham Park in London for Chesterton's Polo in the Park. That was really fun. Uh, So you can see some live videos and pictures from Polo. This week it's really busy because we're at Bowlsworth International, which is up in Chester, and you'll see the creme de la creme of dressage on Thursday night with their freestyle to music. Carl Hester's going, Charlotte Desjardins going, Nicola Buchanan's going. It's going to be an amazing week of dressage, and then show jumping is the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If you can't make it, then keep an eye on our website, horsehour.co.uk, Twitter, hashtag horsehour, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I'll be bringing you as much as I possibly can soak in from the event. Then next week on the Horse Hour podcast, you can hear an interview with Bowlsworth International Charity, Brooke. Um, We catch up with the lovely Faye and uh, she explains to us not only what the charity does, but I mean, they do amazing work but also her personal experiences of travelling the world with the brook, trying to help horses and trying to help their owners as well. So not only do they provide money and care for the animals that need it and veterinary advice, but they also teach and educate the owners of how to look after their horses better. It's a brilliant, brilliant charity. So I hope you enjoy that episode. Next week, it's Faye from the Brook. I hope you have a really good week with your horse and I'll speak to you soon. You've been listening to Horse Hour. Join the community on Twitter, Mondays, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern, by using the hashtag HorseHour. Follow Amy at AmyStevenson1 and subscribe to us on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher and Player FM. Hold up. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.